there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was, that was the, the case. Thought that Welcome was the to the Hypothetical mm -hmm. Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salt. I'm Cam. Gentlemen, how are we? Good, good, good. Good. I'm a little bit tired. I just woke up from a nap. But other than that, hey, good. Good naps. I go to naps. Yeah. Really, really good for your brain. Uh, naps. Yep. So we're talking about today, right? In the podcast? Nah. No. Today, we're talking about fairies. Ah. See, all I did was take naps. Oh, no. <laughs> you're you're over-prepared for a podcast. Up, yeah. You, you should already be prepared for this, though, Salty, because didn't you see a fairy? Yes, yes, sir. It's been recounted on the podcast, but do you want to recount it again? Yeah, like straight up, straight out of the bat. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Straight uh, out of the gates. You, you've got the real world experience. <clears throat> so we were in uh, Scotland. Which I think is probably the, one of the most fairyish places. Mm -hmm. Yep. In terms of folklore and mythology. Lots of locks to get across. Yeah. <laughs> So oh, we were it. near a lock. I think we were near the lock. <laughs> I was okay. going to say that, Robo. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> we were. I'm pretty sure we were. We were driving along Loch Ness. We were up that way. Yeah, very occult area. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah we were probably right near Crowley's house. Yeah. Mm. So there'd be a lot of energy for fairies to sup mm. upon. And we were just driving along, just fucking minding our own business. We were probably jamming out to something on the radio. We did a lot of radio jamming. Bit of oh, Idlewild. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. What, what were we listening to? I can't even remember. Franz Ferdinand? I don't know if they're Scottish. For some reason, I remember <laughs> the one song I really remember for some reason on the radio in, in the UK was X Gonna Give It To You by DMX. Yeah. Wait, that was nowhere near the time of that song. Well, it was on the radio, though. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Like, it's so weird. What your, what a random song to always be on the radio. Well, no, not that it was always on the radio. I'm just saying I remember it, it being on the radio. A lot. No, no, no. Just, I just remember hearing it on the radio on that trip. Oh, okay. okay. But for some reason, that song has, like, really stuck out as being, oh, yeah, I remember hearing that song in the UK on the radio. Yeah. It was the first time I'd heard it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll stick with you. The first time. So that's always, the maybe first that's... time you hear DMX is X going to give it to you, you'll always remember. Yeah. Maybe. Where I'm... were you, Cam, when you first heard <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right. So you, you're driving, driving along, along uh, listening to some hip hop from circa 2001. Yep. 
we were just driving along and we suddenly saw something kind of like the, the word I want to say is flutter, flitter, flutter mm-hmm. across in front of the, our windscreen. So like kind of went and like went past the front of the car mm-hmm. and it was, it wasn't a bird. It wasn't moving like a bird. But it wasn't like just a, it wasn't just a fucking branch or a leaf or something that was just falling. Or a moth. Or a moth. It looked like it was, it was moving like a, kind like of like a, a butterfly or a moth, but it was, <laughs> it was too big to be a moth. Yeah. And there are some uh, pretty big moths out there. And it was, well, I don't know how big the moths get in Scotland. I'd have to do some research, but it looked bigger uh, than what you would think the, of like a, an they have a moth. Right, they have a poplar hawk moth, which gets to ten centimeters. Yeah, no, nah, bigger than that. Ten centimeters is nothing, mate. <laughs> ten centimeters in the big. moth in the moth world. Ten <laughs> centimeters. <laughs> Come on, Robert. Jesus. I mean, I'm looking at some photos of, of them, and they're, <clears throat> yeah, they're they're big boys. But it, it was girls. it was it was big. It, it was it looked like you know, if you imagine the the mythol- the mythological fairy, that's that's what the 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 moment of catching it in my eye that was like the first thing that came to my mind was it, that looked like a fairy right yeah. now both of us in the car just driving along well I was driving along obviously we weren't both driving because fucking it wasn't like a one of those trainer cars we didn't hire a trainer car that has yep. a steering wheel for the, for the instructor yeah. that would just be crazy if they gave us <laughs> they, one of those they, Thank you yeah, for okay. clarifying. And massively dangerous if, like, at any moment the passenger could just grab the wheel. Well, I suppose in its proper context, it's much safer. Yeah, but just as but a it, rental. Yeah, no. They're not crazy over there. Um, so it went it went past, and my the, the first thing that came into my mind was, "Holy shit! That that looked like a like a fairy." And Kylie just looks over at me and goes, "Do you see that fairy?" <laughs> and I was like, that, "That's exactly that's just exactly what I was just thinking to myself." Now, Salty, this show is probably we you know we spend a lot of time sneering and laughing at at, at people that discuss you know things that probably don't exist as exist. Yeah. Where does this fit in your brain? Of does it exist? Does it not, you know, you just saw something, you thought it was a fairy, or are you just kind of like, oh, it's fun to think if it was, but I'm not going to. Well, yeah, kind of a, a bit of, bit of both, you know, like a bit of, a bit of, that was, that was a fun thing that we both experienced. Yep. Um, so I just see that moth that you just posted in the thing. That's, mate, that's not a big moth. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was pretty big. I just posted a, a moth in our group chat. Uh, I also came across another another moth from Scotland that's smaller, but it's a really cool one. So I'm going to put it into our group chat. For people playing at home, it's the cinnabar moth. Right. C i n n a b a r moth. Yeah, that is cool. That looks like a fucking Dracula moth. Yeah, it's rad, eh? Yeah. Mate, anyway. get a load of this. Yeah, it's a big moth. That's a big moth. What is that? You? <laughs> that's not me, no. Mm. The moth. You're no, not the I'm moth. not the moth. Okay. Nor um, am I the hand in the photo. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of strange things out there, mate. There are a lot of strange things, a lot of things we don't know. Yeah. Who knows? It's, um, nice to, it's, nice to, it's nice to have a bit of fucking mystery in your life now and then. 
Salty, what year were you born? 1979. Because I saw an ABC TV interview from 1975. Right. Where the person being interviewed uh, said around 75% of children today are born with ferric vision. Right. Meaning they could see fairies. 75% of children in the 70s were born, according to this fella on ABC. Uh, Maybe that's that's what Yeah. You were right in that right in that time zone. Mm. Wait, when was this on the ABC? Nineteen seventy-five. Right. Uh, so, they, so they went. They said, you know, this guy is talking about fairies that people can see fairies, and then they went and visited a lady who had a picture of a, a girl and some fairies, and she told the story. Um, is that the famous she, ones, like the Arthur? Conan yeah, it turned out it was just the, the famous ones, which yeah. I'm sure we'll we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but she also said her brother-in-law could see fairies everywhere they went and the the um the interviewer said but he was an irishman wasn't he <laughs> well obviously obviously he can if he's an irishman yeah it was i, I don't know if it was he said it could have been a bit of the old irish blarney and i was like does that mean like he was just kind of a drunken or i think by blarney he just means talk, talking shit yeah a bit of a, a bit of a um Larrikin. Likes to spin a yarn. But, yeah, she was talking about how it was the photo was taken with a sealed camera. So mm. there's no way they could have faked it. Well, all cameras are sealed. They well, have, that's kind of has to, they have to be sealed for them to work. It's just she kept on emphasizing the, the chemical the makeup of, of the film. Well, yeah. sh- should we talk about the Cottingley fairies then? Cause yeah, that's the. <clears throat> we'll, we'll get to the, the what the sealed camera was all about. Okay, uh, Cam, do you want to take it away on the Cottingley Fairies? So this was in like 1917. There were these two cousins, uh, Elsie Wright and Francis Griffiths, who lived in a place called Cottingley uh, in England. And they took a bunch of photos of fairies, uh, which set the, set the, the world ablaze. Everyone was talking about these fairies mm. because Sir Arthur Conan Doyle had gotten onto them. And was the like author of uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "Holy shit, you've taken photos of fairies!" So the way that it all come about was that uh, these two cousins they loved to go down to like the bottom of the garden where there was, I think, some sort of creek, and uh, their mum or like aunt or whoever was jack of them doing this because they'd always come back with wet feet, right? Mm. And so they were like, "Why do you have to go down to the mm. creek?" And the girls were like, because we like to go visit the fairies, obviously. Mm, classic fairy uh, environment. Mm, and mm. this parental figure was like, oh, don't, don't come to raw prawn with me, they would have said, if they this wasn't near Bradford, England. Yeah, they're like, you've been up kissing the Blarney Stone. Yeah, you don't come kissing the Blarney Stone with me. Yeah. And the girls were like, well, we'll bring back proof that there were fairies. And so the next time they went down there, they took a camera, and when they returned... They'd taken a bunch of photographs of these fairies and they, they processed them in the dark room. And lo and behold, in the photographs, there are a bunch of fairies just mucking around. So they took, is it like four photos at that time? Yeah, something like that. And then they went back and got a fifth mm. uh, a few years later. And this was, I think, the sealed camera one where someone took a camera to them and said, all right, get out there and I've got this camera that you can't fake. Yeah, so th- they'd taken all of these photos... <clears throat> Sir Arthur Conan Doyle gets onto them because I think uh, like 
someone's mum was a friend of a friend of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. He gets onto them like the Theosophical Society got onto them, who we've discussed in recent episodes. Mm. I think there was a bit of a suggestion that uh, perhaps if uh, these children, and maybe this is getting into like the ferric vision stuff that you just talked about, maybe if they were slightly ascended on a maybe on the fourth dimension, mm. they might be able to see the fairies and that's why they could uh, capture them. But also there was a this sort of suggestion that like to be able to capture them on film, you needed to have some sort of psychic power to be able to manifest them on this plane to be captured in photography. Um, and they had the photos investigated by, I think, like, Kodak. Yeah, K- Kodak looked at them and they were like, look, as far as we can tell, they're real photographs. Mm. Yep. But uh, we're not willing to say that they're undoctored because apparently the guy at Kodak was like, well, fairies aren't real, so clearly they're doctored. Yeah, <laughs> clearly there's fakery going on somewhere. We just don't know where. But yeah, at one point they did get a sealed camera. And so I think the suggestion might have been that they were doing something to the film uh, to like add the fairies in. And so this was a camera where you couldn't muck around with the film. Like it was given to them, it was locked up. They take the photos of, and whatever they took a photo of is exactly what is captured. Yeah. Then it gets taken away and processed. And so they don't have any opportunity to uh, doctor the photographs, which is all well and good, unless you're just taking a photo of a drawing of a fairy that you've stuck to a leaf. <laughs> yeah, like you would think they've gone to that much trouble of giving them a sealed camera. Like, mm. go with them. No, they they did the, they won't come out if anyone's around. Ah, smart. Which is just classic, really, isn't smart. it? It's yeah. classic tween paranormal uh, yeah. activity, like with the poltergeists. Like, oh, yeah, they're not going to act up if you're watching me, you know, yeah. kick the table. Um, a little uh, Melbourne connection to this. So Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was on a little bit of a tour when all this was happening and he was in Melbourne when he heard about it and when he heard that the photos came back and they had fairies on them and obviously they couldn't have doctored the film. Uh, He said, my heart was gladdened when out here in far Australia I had your note and the three wonderful pictures which were confirmatory of our published results. When our fairies are uh, admitted other psychic phenomena will find a more ready acceptance we have had continue continued messages at seances for some time that a visible sign was coming through so it sounds like sir arthur conan doyle was doing some seances while he was out here yeah he was he was deep into the occult and so that's why i think he was quite keen to believe Mm. uh so they stuck with their story for quite a long time for like over 60 years yeah i think in the end, they saw one of them sort of copped to it, and the other one stuck with their story for a bit longer. Uh, like in the eighties, they sort of admitted it a little bit. They said all all of them except for the fifth photo. Yeah, <laughs> which is <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a weird thing to 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 really stick to the fifth. Like actually, you know, of course we made it up. Fairies well, aren't real unless so yeah. The what their thing I think what the the deal with that was was. They sort of they stuck to the idea that they had seen fairies, but then they just sort of uh, replicated that scenario in which they'd seen the fairies to doctor these photographs. To you know, they traced them out of a book and then cut them out and then stuck them to a, a branch. When this was like investigated by James Randi, the famous uh, hoax breaker, hmm. he was like, "Well, you know, you can see the strings." <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, 
the reason that they stuck with the fifth one being real was because they think it was a double exposure photo because both of them claim to have taken the photo as well. Ah. Uh, but clearly only one of them could have taken it unless they'd both taken a photograph which had been double exposed and which would also show when you had the final photograph, it would not be what either of them thought they'd taken a photo of. Yeah, yeah. But and- they probably could have put it together. But like, oh, you took a photo of that. Oh, I took a photo of that. And it's in the same photo. The fifth photo is the least like, uh, you know, the other ones you can see a fairy and a person right in there. Whereas the fifth one, it's kind of... Kind of blurry. Yeah, blurry. And, and there's like kind of a, a suggestion of a silhouette. Yeah, and it's uh, double exposed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually kind of a cool photo. I quite like it. But um, what I really loved about this was that they clear at some point quite early on they clearly did not want to do the fairy thing anymore but they didn't want to embarrass Arthur Conan Doyle because <laughs> he was so into it and it was just too awkward to say anything and i love something being so awkward that you have to stick with a lie for 60 years <laughs> yeah you got to lie to one of the most famous authors for 60 years cuz it's just going to get orcs well, he would have been dead long before 1980, though, right? So they stuck with it a, like a, for a bit as well. I guess just in case his ghost was still around. Uh, his ghost definitely would have been around. Uh, he died in 1930. Yeah, he was, he was long gone <laughs> by that point. Yeah, so they kept it going for 50 years longer than necessary. Well, because I think it was less that they kept it going, rather. They stopped like talking about it and disappeared a bit, and they got tracked down late, late in life. The I think the the camera and the photos, the original photos, are in like a museum somewhere as well. So yeah, they've been preserved. Like you can see it, mm. uh, which is kind of cool. You know, if, uh, now now a hoax, but yeah, I'd, I'd, if I was in the neighbourhood of wherever it is, I'd I'd go take a look. Have a look at them. Yeah, I think that's why the Western UFO like oldies are still like sticking to their guns because they're like, look, by now if we just say it, we didn't see anything, it's fucking awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I feel like that one, they've just convinced themselves so hard uh, that, you know, and there's people that are like, oh, come on, keep talking about it. And so they just, all right, we'll just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sir did Arthur Conan Doyle, I think, did he love drugs? Yeah, I think so. Like, I think like his hero, he didn't mind a spot of drug. A little bit of coke, a little bit of morphine. Well, that was that was the person he wrote about. Mm. I'm assuming he did it. Yeah, write what you know, though. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, uh, right, that's the Cottingley Fairies. So, having looked at that, I sort of got interested in whether there were any more contemporaneous uh, fairy hoaxes or fairy real-life fairy sightings. Canvas yeah. is a word I've never heard of before. And I did find, <laughs> uh, I found like on YouTube a little compilation of real-life fairy things. Oh, I watched a bunch of those. I love those things. It sort of struck me that uh, in an age when everyone increasingly has a 4K camera, in their pocket that uh, we're relying a lot on people who are still using old camcorders and <laughs> super dodgy security cameras <laughs> for all of our fairy sightings. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's not a fair distribution of the labor there. But um, yeah, I watched one where it was like so, it was the fakest fairy I've ever seen. It was like so superimposed onto the thing. The acting by the children was atrocious. Was this the the dad and the kids go out picking apples? Yes, and the kids are like, oh, oh, what's that? And immediately, 
the father turns the camera right up to the specific point of the tree yeah. where the, the fairy was. Uh, as soon as she says, what's that as well? It's not like, I don't know, keep keep picking apples. Yeah. You're, you're, you're in the shot. Don't break character. Nah, he's straight onto it. Yeah, and then it wasn't a very good looking fairy, was it? No, nah, it was pretty rubbish, actually. Yeah. Uh, so there was that. I mean, good on them for going to some effort, but yeah. It's a bit of fun when you're out with your kids. It's fine, and it's fine for, uh, like, uh, I'll put that on Facebook. That'll be something for Aunt Jemima to laugh about. Yep. (laughs) But um, in terms of an in-real-life fairy sighting, compilation did not cut the mustard for me. Hmm. Uh, There Hmm. was one where it was just like a guy had, like, some a security camera pointing at his trailer for unknown reasons. It was not exactly optimal security camera placement. Mm. But like a moth just flew past the thing. <laughs> Wait, was this the ring camera? Oh, maybe it was a ring camera. But yeah, it was just a moth. Mm. Oh, the ring camera was a weird one. It looked like a white something. Like it looked like a bit of plastic or something going past. And I think ring cameras, do they light up? Yeah, maybe. So it, it really like lit up. Like it looked like a, a bit of plastic that was lit up and shot with a low quality camera. Yeah, there were a few things where it was like they were super overexposed. And so I was like, they could just be anything flying past. There was a, mm. I want to see some arms, you know? Yeah, you got to see some arms. Little arms and legs with the, with the wings. The Yeah, there's a couple. There's one that I saw that was just a moth, clearly. Mm. There was one that was like someone had a, f- a little door. There must, have, must be a thing where you get kids to have a little door in their house, in their room. And it's mm. like the fairy door uh, and... There was one that of like a, a fairy coming, taking the key from the door. You can see this kind of, I don't know, see-through superimposed fairy. But it said it happened over the course of six hours. And so I was like, are they filming that door all the time? Mm. Like they've just got a camera in their house turned on, on the door. On the door. And, just... their, and their kid's bed as well, but mostly on the door. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's weird on like multiple levels. People do have cameras in their houses these days, though. They do. Would you have a camera? I mean, how old a child was it? I mean, young enough to have a tiny door in the house. Well, we didn't see the child. Because like a, you might have a baby monitor, so you're watching the baby sleep. If you've got a baby, you don't put a fairy door in their room. No. You're going to end up with a David Bowie in your house. Yeah. I think I also feel like you're inviting... Uh, dark entities by having little doors for them. Just like if we were going to go down the uh, the track of believing in the supernatural, you're asking for trouble. It's like having a bloody seance. Yeah, absolutely. Getting your Ouija board out. So that channel, the compilation, the one of the compilations, um, it's a channel called FKV. I was wondering what the hell that was, and it's four kids videos. Oh. And they seem to do... Like four kids or four kids? Uh, four kids, as an FOR. Okay. Uh, they most of their content seems to be face swaps from cartoons, so it's like Paw Patrol face swap. Uh, Elf on the oh, there's Elf on the Shelf caught on camera, real or fake? And then there's uh, Paw Patrol face swap, Incredibles two, funniest Disney face swaps, and they just it's stills of of oh, there's a lot of Boss Baby ones as well. Oh yeah, and it's just stills of uh the the show or the movie, and then they just quickly change their faces 
And it's not even like a face swap. They're not moving or anything. There are so many of them. And they don't get that many views. Mm-hmm. 36,000 for one. But, you know, you can do a lot less effort for more views on, on the internet these days. Um, but they also have uh, Siren Head caught on camera, real or fake. Oh. Have you guys heard of Siren Head? Well, I thought I knew what it was. Like the head of a siren calling sailors to their doom. No, this is Siren as in it's a, it's almost like a Slender Man thing. It's a fictional like, woo, character. Woo. Yeah, and it's got a, a a little siren, like an old-timey siren as its head. It's kind of a Slender Man rip-off, if I'm honest. Yeah. I feel like also perhaps the advantage that a Slender Man has in terms of stalking its prey is that it just like sneakily moves, stealthily moves up into the background until it's upon you. Hmm. Whereas the siren head... I feel like you could hear coming. <laughs> yeah, it's it's adding a, dis- a severe disadvantage to, to your spooking. Uh, there was, yeah, so I watched a couple of real versus fake siren heads. Mm. Then I was like, well, what is a siren head? So I looked it up, and then I was like, what makes it different to Slenderman? And then I came across, uh, have you guys seen when people do like rap battles of fictional characters on YouTube? Yeah, has someone done Slenderman versus Spider Head? Yeah, Siren Head. And I watched one because I, I really I really hate them. I've watched the historic rap, uh, rap battles of history, epic rap battles of history. Mm. And I've watched a lot of it because I really hate it. And it's just <laughs> one of those things that I'm just like, oh, I'm going to anger watch this. Mm-hmm. And this guy does a lot of video game ones. Uh, and yeah, Siren Head versus Slenderman. It was really shit. Yeah. <laughs> it made me really mad. Who won, the won. Rap, who won the rap battle, though? Oh, I didn't actually stay to the end. <laughs> Do they declare a winner? I, I don't think I ever make it to the end of them. Oh, I think that the viewers might declare the winner in the comments. Ah. Well, someone else can go look it up because I'm going to get sucked into the... I'm going to end up watching Sonic vs. Mario rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that in my life. That'd be good, though. It wouldn't be good at all. I feel like, I feel like Sonic could do like some like super fast flows. Yeah, and Mario, Mario could just do some, well, just be like Italian rap. Yeah, he'd have a lot there of ethnic-based more... references. Yeah, you've got more disses on Mario than you do on Sonic. Mm. Like the, the material, if I'm going to diss Mario, I've got like, why does your girl keep running away? Yeah. yeah. That's I'm, the big one. What's up with yeah. your big cousin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sonic, why are you so fast, Sonic? That's what I hear. <laughs> Sonic, why do you always lose your coins when someone touches you? <laughs> so, hold on to your coins, Sonic. Keep, you got to hold on to that bag. So that's a uh, Slender Man versus Siren Head. Yeah. To answer ring, your question of what's Sonic has to answer rings, your question like of what's the difference between them, yeah, is that one of them was like made up, and the other one was like we need to make up a new a new Slender Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if what if we did Slender Man again? But it wasn't Slender Man. Uh, there was one in the compilation that was pretty creepy. It was uh, some dead fairies. Oh yeah! Did you see these corp- these fairy corpses in Thailand? Yeah, this took me down a bit of a rabbit hole. So do you want to start, and I can? So I'd like these I make some of these. These were Nari Pon, which are a cryptid from Thailand. And they had they had a couple, at some temple they had a couple of like mummified Nari Pons. Mm. Did you see what the story, what like the original Buddhist mythology behind these was? Yes, it's kind of cool. It's a co- it's a good little thing to Google. Uh, if you Google Naripon or Naripon, well, you don't need to Google it. I'm about to tell you. Oh, okay, but like to look at it. I mean, you can't tell it with your. Oh books. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, look them up because they look cool. But uh, what happened is so there was the god Indra, obviously. Yep. Uh, and his wife, uh, Vesantara, he created a little pavilion for her and uh, for his two kids. Now, obviously, she's going to have to go into the forest to collect fruit. The problem is, the forest was full of bloody hermits. There's all of these blokes who've gone out into the wilderness to meditate and gain powers through their meditation, through ascending perhaps to a higher dimension. The problem with all these hermits, though, is that they had ascended a bit, they had all of these new powers from their meditation, but there was one earthly bloody desire that they couldn't quite shake, and that's, you know, blokes are going to bloke. These blokes were horny. So what happened? Well, you can't have the bloody sexy wife of a god walking into the forest with all these horned up blokes around. They're going to be like trying to chat her up. Mm. Mm. So obvious solution, go pick your own fucking fruit. <laughs> Don't make your wife do it. Uh, but rather than doing that, uh, the Indra was like, you know what I'll do? I will plant, I think it was 12 trees throughout the forest and all of these trees will flower fruit that looks just like a sexy lady and then these hermits will find the sexy lady fruits and they'll be like oh hello and they'll fuck the fruit Mm. and then they won't be horny anymore (laughs) yeah that's that's the end of the story and that's why there are apparently fruits in the forests of thailand that look like sexy ladies And that is what these, uh, like, skeletons were supposed to be, or these, like, mummif- these mummified Marie Ponds were, like, the mummified fruit fairies. So it's interesting. So they're in Laos, and I think maybe in Thailand as well, there are carvings, people do carvings using a tree root mm. uh, that are, are said to be the mummified versions of those. And when you Google, like, Google image the, the those ones, it comes up with like Getty images and, and other, you know, Adobe stock photos of them. Mm. And they say, you know, these are uh, Narapol fruit. They don't, and they kind of say it's a mythological thing, but they are presenting it kind of as real still. Like they don't mm. actually say the story of like, these are, aren't actually Narapol fruit. <laughs> uh, Cause that doesn't exist. So the photos are just carvings. Yeah. Yeah. So people because, make carvings. Cause there, there isn't, there isn't an actual fruit that looks like a sexy lady. That no. a hermit can fuck. No, there is not. <laughs> the thing is, though, right? Like, all of these stories have to come from somewhere. Like, but why did they come up with this story? <laughs> well, they've had a lot of time. Like, but, a lot of, you know, they've got to come up with a lot of stories. And you just. It's the sort of thing, though, where, like, let's say you had some fruit that did look like a sexy lady. Mm. You might come up with this story to explain why you had such sexy fruit. Or why you got caught jacking with a fruit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's probably the but a more likely explanation. The thing is, the sexy lady fruit doesn't really exist, so it's like, yeah, maybe it was just like some normal fruit that seemed a bit sexy in the moment. And I, I guess if you are an actual hermit, like a lot of fruit's going to look pretty sexy. So yeah. the Daily Mail have covered this. Yes, in 2016, sacred tree growing woman shaped fruit baffles social media after being discovered in Thailand. But all is it all as it seems? No, it's not all as it seems because it's fake. <laughs> but they did cover it very even-handedly. You, you have to give them that. So the what's interesting is um, 
the like the 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 lady. It's not just the shape. Like it's they have features and everything. Mm. They've got hair. They've got breasts. They've got buttocks. Mm. Then, but like they're all they're all posing differently as well. Like some of them are covering up their their breasts. Others are just standing. Like right. so, for people to believe this is true, it's also believing that the ladies are growing and then posing as they grow. <laughs> yeah, on the tree. And posing in various sexy ways. Yeah, yeah. Some of them a little shyer than others. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more... uh, I can't remember the word. Discreet? Yeah. It's not the word I was thinking of, but that'll do. Demure? Yeah, that's a good one. Coquettish? Mm, No. So, yeah, you um, you can buy carvings that people do that are allegedly of these as well, you know, the dried fruit. Yeah, just be careful, you're going to get splinters. Yeah. Um, there, there's another in part of the story as well, there's the mandagora plant, which I think may be where the, carv- the, the root that the carvings are done from. And I wrote, there was a robot voice video talking about this one. So I didn't make it through because it was really painful to listen to. But they, the person, the robot said, they, when you pull the, the fruit out of the ground or the, the root out of the ground, uh, it'll scream. Ooh. Many people that hear the scream will then die. Mm. Well, everyone that hears a scream will die. Robot voice, everyone dies. Not because of the scream, though. No. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, yep, yep. There, there was one YouTube channel that had like a lot of the footage of these called Untwist. And they were presenting it like they were showing things as a trailer, like a movie trailer. Mm-hmm. So it had like shots of these these fruit and then the the roots, the carvings, and you know they were sort of zooming in and zooming around, and then it would go to a quote like you would in a movie, and it'd be like spellbinding, and then it would go back to them. It's like, are you? I don't know if this is supposed to be a trailer for a movie or you're just saying that the thing that you're showing us is spellbinding, but you're not quoting anyone. You're just putting the word spellbinding in quotation marks. It was weird. Mm. Oh, one I got a YouTube comment. Uh, someone says, I can't laugh in as, in as much as I don't believe this, but I have a tiny question to ask. How do you eat this fruit or is it a forbidden fruit? And the person who uploaded the video says, thanks for your comment, not fake. You can also Google it. Please kindly subscribe to, to the channel. There you go. Get told. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, they responded to every comment saying pretty much the same thing. Like even if they were like, this is ridiculous. This is the dumbest thing. Thank you. Please subscribe. <laughs> Uh, I watched a lot of this guy. Um, I put it into the chat. He's this English guy. Did you guys watch any of this? Erwin Saunders? No. What's oh. his story? Erwin Saunders, Pixie Hunter. He is a, an English guy that's had a YouTube channel for a number of years now where he's basically standing in the forest talking about the pixies that he sees. And it, he seems really genuine. Like it, it just seems like this is a an old Englishman that likes to go into the forest and, you know, believes in some of the occult and he's got a, a big beard and he's kind of stumbled. You know, it's not a polished video series. Uh, he rambles a lot. You know, the videos are quite long and he's just kind of hanging out in the forest and it's, it's quite nice. Like, he just seems like a nice old man. And then, but then he has fo- footage of pixies that he sees in the forest and, like, he, he you film them and you see this little kind of, it's obviously CGI, but a little, you know, a little man doing stuff. Uh, one episode, he, he kind of comes and goes, you know, disappear for a couple of years and come back. One that he showed, 
he talks about how Pixie shot him with a dart, a little poison dart, and he started hallucinating. And then he cuts to that because he was filming at the time and he's cutting his hair off and he starts like rambling about cutting his hair off and making little beds for things and just kind of kind of incoherently rambling. And then he cuts back and he's sitting there with a Nerf gun and he's like, if they, you know, this is what I'm going to get them with if they try and shoot me again. Uh, and then someone comes past, you hear someone like, oh, sorry, what are you doing over there with that Nerf gun, with that gun? It's like, oh, I'm just filming... Uh, just filming nature stuff. I'm a wildlife. Like, so what are you shooting with the gun? Uh, and he's like, oh, there's bloody busybodies around here. There's some busybodies around here. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just, oh, you know, I just get bored, so I just kind of shoot leaves. Oh, okay. Anyway, so this is this has been going for years, this guy's YouTube series. Uh, I think it hit, it must have hit the algorithm with an algorithm change because he was moaning about not getting views on his videos. And then suddenly they started getting heaps of views and he came back and started doing more. Um, for a while there, he had someone that was filming with him and then they had a disagreement and stopped filming together. Uh, so it's all kind of like there's this rich, detailed history of just this guy going and filming pixies in the forest. Uh, they, they, we've People have kind of worked out who it is and it's the CGI artist who does like, TV commercials and, and special effects who's created this character. Uh, and just quietly been doing it for a number of years. And if you go to the CGI guy's YouTube, you can see, or his Vimeo, sorry, you can see like the pixie model from years ago that he started building and, and it moves and looks exactly the same. Uh, but yeah, it's this kind of fun little fun little game. And even though he's kind of been sprung, I think a lot of people are just like, oh, these are fun videos to watch. And he's got a really nice voice. It's kind of like watching a Bob Ross kind of thing. Uh, so it's, yeah, Erwin, Erwin Saunders, Pixie Hunter. Fun did. little YouTube rabbit hole, that one. Did you uh, come up with anything else, Robert? Nah, that was it for me. <clears throat> the only other thing that I sort of remembered about fairies from quite recently was, do you remember last year when uh, the TikTok witches or like, what are they called? Twitches? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, kind of. Witch talk? They, um, there, was a, there was a controversy where a little uh, coven of baby witches uh, hexed the moon do you remember them putting I a hex do. on the moon well before they hexed the moon they hexed the fey folk oh my god they put <laughs> just put a hex on fairies in general which did not win them any friends but uh no. i think it got overshadowed by them then going on to hex the moon and i believe hexing the sun as well <laughs> <laughs> the moon like it's an okay enemy to have if the moon was my enemy i'd be like ah, oh, you know Things aren't going to... I don't rely on the tides that much in my day-to-day life. Oh, Robbo, you are a fool. But the sun... You need the sun. You need, I, don't, I don't want the sun on, on my bed. I don't want to be on the bad side of the sun. That's really crucial. Yeah. The thing about hexing the moon, though, is you're not just hexing the moon. You're, you're enraging all of the gods of the moon, which includes, like, Apollo and Artemis. I, I can... Uh, I'm okay well, with apparently, that. though, one of them is, like, the god of health... And the what I saw suggested was, uh, you know, in the middle of a pandemic, is it not somewhat irresponsible to hex the god of health? It's sort of asking for trouble. Hmm. With the bloody novel coronavirus going around. Yeah, no, that's fair. That is fair. But yeah, the, the poor old fairies got hexed as well and no one remembers them. They're just like, oh, they hexed the moon. It's like when Farrah Fawcett dies on the same day as Michael Jackson. Yeah, 
It's exactly like that. I watched a um, movie once on TV. I can't remember what it was called. Mm-hmm. Great story so far. Mm-hmm. I think it must have been about the the kids, the you know the also inspired by the Cottingley fairies. But I think this guy would take a drug and then start seeing fairies because it would just like he would take like a speed methamphetamine or something and mm. in, in whatever form it was in this movie. And so everything would just time would just slow down heaps for him, and he'd be like super wired in, and he could start seeing fairies. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't very good. No. But no I don't remember the name of it. Sounds shit out. <laughs> well, I think that'll do us. Salty, you have anything else about fairies? No. Salty brought us a real life fairy, mate. Yeah. What more do you want from him? Huh. I lived my Absolutely. research fucking three years ago. Two years yeah. ago. All right. Well, that is all we've got time for. Uh, Robbo, where can they find us on social media if they wanted to do that? Uh, at Hypothebot on Twitter, uh, Hypothetical Institute on Facebook. They're the best places. And you can get us on Patreon, Hypothebot. Thank you to Tammy, our cooked $33 sponsor. Thank you. Robbo, where can they find you, mate? You can get me at Ale of a Time, Ale of a Time.com. And on yeah. Friday, they can get you bloody sitting on the on a little stool, stuffing an ale. Yeah, one pub street pub land. That's where I'm going to be. <laughs> uh, Salty, where can they get you? Uh, at Saltmarsh on Instagram and Twitter and the Salt on Twitch for some art streams and still staying in my house. And you can get me at Sex and Homer on Twitter, uh, Gather Around Me and Yena Passaran, a couple other little podcasts that I do. And yeah, I'll probably... Most likely we'll still be staying in my house. It'll be funny on Friday when they're like, oh, actually, we're not 70% double vaccinated. We are, we swapped it out with cordial. We, we got a, it was a big mix up down swapped the vaccine. Cordial? Down the vaccine shop. Yeah. We've just half been of us cool. have got the vaccine, the other 20% have got cordial in their veins. Yeah. Just, I do not just, want cordial in my veins. That can't be good. No. So, right. uh, see you on the streets. Yeah. Bye. 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 Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said, don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind altering drugs. Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which... Let's not forget where all of the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?